the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark Findlay addresses a key part of life for all of us. That's our thought life. And what we're focusing on in our thoughts every day is very important. When our thoughts are not in line with God's holy desires for us, what can we do to change that? Change your thoughts by changing your focus. Change what you're paying attention to. You cannot expect to think heavenly thoughts if you're filling your mind with the junk on the internet. Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. So as we behold the glory of God in Scripture, we are changed into the image of God by the Spirit of the Lord. Making a monumental change in life can be a daunting task for any of us, but why are we so afraid to try? Today on Hope Lives 365, Pastor Mark offers encouragement for taking small steps that will move us in the direction that God wants for each of our lives. That's next. Don't miss it on Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365 with Pastor Mark Findlay. Before he brings the lesson called Guarding Your Thoughts, this reminder about what you can hear online in addition to this program. You can hear this program, these messages, online at hopelives365.com. Again, that's hopelives365.com. Our teacher is Mark Finley. He's a pastor, international speaker, and author of more than 70 books. He's also the president of this ministry, Hope Lives 365, here to encourage you towards spiritual maturity and growth. Today, he's shining light on changing the desires of your heart uh, from the things of this world to God's best for our lives. Here's Pastor Mark Finley. Now, the average person has approximately 48 thoughts a minute. That computes to 70,000 thoughts a day, or 25,550,000 thoughts a year. Can you believe that? 25 million thoughts every single year. Now, the brain has 100 billion brain cells. 100 billion. Now, the thoughts in the brain are powered. They are powered by neurotransmitters, which in turn are powered by copious quantities of blood. Now, these neurotransmitters develop pathways in the brain just as water forms a river by repeating the same path. Our thoughts create a reality by going down the same frequency in the brain over and over again. Now, our thoughts carry electrical impulses that fire repeated messages down a pathway in our brains. Now, here's the key. The more you think a certain thought, the deeper the electrical pathway becomes. So when you have repeated thoughts in your brain, 
the more you think that thought over and over again, the deeper the pathway becomes. Here's a vital truth that impacts our thinking. The human brain is so constructed that it'll always set itself upon something. It's a law of life that if you think about something often enough, you think about something long enough, we'll come to the stage where you cannot stop thinking about it. So if you think about something long enough, if you think about something often enough, the electrical impulses in your brain are going to create a pathway where you have to think about that thing even if you don't want to. In fact, our thoughts literally become in a groove. Our thoughts are locked in a groove and our attitude and actions follow. It's important paramount that we, we understand how to guard our minds. Now, the wise man in Proverbs 4, verse 34, puts it this way. So if you have your Bibles, I invite you to take them and turn to Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. The scripture puts it this way. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Keep your what, everybody? Your heart with all diligence. Now, the New English Bible puts it this way. Guard your heart more than any treasure, for it's the source of life. So the picture here is the Israeli army in the ancient Old Testament guarding the most precious treasures of Israel. And what Solomon is saying is, guard your heart more than any treasure, for it is the source of life. Helen Spiral wrote a literal translation of this passage from the ancient Hebrew, and this is the way she translates it, and I really like it. With all watchfulness, guard your heart, for out of it flow the actions of life. With all watchfulness, guard your heart. Now, you might think that expression, heart, is a strange expression. In the Old Testament, the heart refers to the mind, it refers to the intellect, it refers to the emotions and the thoughts. So guard your mind, guard your thought patterns, guard your emotional life, guard your attitude. In other words, if I were translating it loosely, I'd put it this way. Guard your mind, watch what you think, be conscious of the thoughts that pass through your brain because the thoughts that pass through your brain are going to create a groove in the brain, they're going to create an electrical pathway in the brain, those thoughts are going to develop attitudes, those attitudes are going to lead to actions, and those actions are going to determine your eternal destiny. Remember, if you think about something long enough, it'll impact your actions and your attitudes. We're going to look at seven practical steps to guard your thoughts. Seven eternal biblical principles, seven very specific things you can do to guard your thoughts. Remember what it says in Philippians 2 verse 5, let this mind be what? In you that is where? In Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you. So seven guiding principles, seven eternal laws of the mind that will enable you to guard your mind in the battle for the mind in the last days of earth's history. Number one, thoughts repeated become thoughts ingrained. Can you say that with me again? Thoughts repeated become thoughts ingrained. 
Now, what does the word ingrained mean? The word ingrained means firmly fixed. It means established. They become indelibly written on our mental or moral constitution. We become like what we think. This is why the Apostle Paul says, take your text, Colossians 3, verse 1. Thoughts, when we think something long enough, thoughts repeated become thoughts ingrained. Colossians, the third chapter, first verse, guarding our thoughts. If then you were risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. Now the two key words there in verse 1 is the word seek, and in verse 2 is the word set. Notice what it says, seek those things that are above. Set your mind on things that are above. If you want to change your thought patterns, make a conscious choice to change your focus. So you change your thoughts by changing your focus. Change what you're paying attention to. You cannot expect to think heavenly thoughts if you're filling your mind with the junk on the internet. You cannot expect to think heavenly thoughts if you're watching Hollywood dramas on television. You cannot expect to think heavenly thoughts if you're attracted by the latest production at the cinema. If you want to change your thoughts, change your focus. Change what you're paying attention to. Paul emphasizes this in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. How do you guard your thoughts? You change your focus. Thoughts repeated become thoughts ingrained. Notice, the Lord tells us, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, but we all with unveiled face. What's that mean, with unveiled face? It means you're paying attention. It means you're seeing the text clearly. We all with unveiled face, beholding in a mirror the glory of the Lord. What's the mirror? It's the Word of God. Are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, for as by the Spirit of the Lord. So as we behold the glory of God in Scripture, we are changed into the image of God by the Spirit of the Lord. Pastor Mark Findlay on today's edition of Hope Lives 365, urging you to surrender yourself to the transforming power of the Holy Spirit. Coming up in a moment, Pastor Mark is sharing more of these guiding principles for guarding your thoughts, starting with setting your mind on those things that please the Lord. Now, we have resources that will help you in this regard to guard your heart simply by informing you of several of the worldly philosophies that uh, tend to influence human thinking, even from those who have passed on. Pastor Mark wrote a small book called The Thought Makers, Ruling the World from Their Graves. In this book, he examines the beliefs of Charles Darwin, Sigmund Freud, and Karl Marx, and he compares those ideas to what Jesus taught in the Scriptures. Request your copy of the book, The Thought Makers. We'll send it in return to your gift of any size to this ministry. Make that donation online or on the phone. Call 855-888-HOPE. That's 855-888-4673 or visit the website hopelives365.com. Again, hopelives365.com. 
365.com. And remember, while you're at the website, you have the opportunity to re-listen to today's study again. Or, for a nominal fee, you can actually download an audio file of Pastor Mark's presentation titled, Guarding Your Thoughts. Look for it in the radio archives at hopelives365.com. Hopelives365.com. In just a moment, Pastor Mark points out the importance of discerning between truth and untruth. And to do that, we need to consider, are the thoughts in our heads coming from the enemy or from the Lord? When the devil tells you you are a guilty sinner, tell him that Jesus is a mighty Savior and you're a child of God. When the devil tells you you're too weak to overcome some cherished sin, tell him he's right, but Jesus is a mighty conqueror. And in his name, you'll be victorious. Don't listen to the devil's lies. Stay with us for more Hope Lives 365. Welcome back to Hope Lives 365. As we continue, Pastor Mark is emphasizing that we cannot change our thought life on our own. It won't happen without our inviting the Holy Spirit of God to speak to us through His Scriptures and asking Him for help in changing the focus of our thoughts. You cannot change your own thought patterns. You cannot change the way you think. But as you come to the Word of God, as you behold the divine principles in God's Word, the Spirit of God takes the inspired Word of God and changes your thought patterns. Look at this marvelous statement in the book Patriarchs and Prophets. It is a what? Law of the mind. What's a law? What's a law, everybody? A law is what? A universal principle. So if I'm not paying attention and I'm walking in this direction, I fall off the platform, am I going to go up? I'm only going up if Jesus comes, Claude, right? But there's a law called the law of what? Gravity. And the law of gravity does what? Pulls you down. You don't go up. So a law is something that is universal in time and eternal in application. So it is a law of the what, everybody? mind that it does what? Gradually. What's gradually mean? It's so imperceptive you don't know it's happening. So you feed your mind on the Word of God and gradually the Holy Spirit is changing you inside and you don't realize it. Or you feed your mind on some of that garbage that's coming off media and you're being changed gradually and you don't realize it. It's a law of the mind that gradually adapts itself upon the subjects that it's trained to dwell I continue the reading. If occupied with commonplace matters only, it'll become dwarfed and enfeebled. If never required to grapple with difficult problems, it will after a time lose the power of growth. As an educating power, the Bible is without rival. In the word of God, the mind finds subject for the deepest thought and loftiest aspiration. Before I became a Christian, I was an average student. I went to a very difficult high school in Norwich, Connecticut. wasn't an Adventist Christian. My grades were B and C because my mind was occupied with commonplace things. But when I committed my life to Christ at 17 years old, I began pouring my mind over the Word of God, memorizing scores of texts. My grades jumped from C's and B's to A's. I went from an average student to a superior student. 
because there's nothing as great as the word of God to expand your mind. There's nothing as great as the word of God to deepen your thoughts. And as you wrestle with the word, and as you read the word, it changes not only your character, but it changes your mental ability, where you become much more, much sharper, much clearer in your thinking, much more perceptive. Principle number one in changing your thoughts. Thoughts repeated become thoughts. What, everybody? Ingrained. If you want to change your thoughts, change your focus. Repeated actions become ingrained thoughts. Now, second principle in changing your thoughts is this. This is going to blow you away, this one. Don't accept every thought that passes through your mind as true. Merely because you think something does not make what you think reality. The Bible is clear that simply because we think negative thoughts about ourselves or about others, about our circumstances, do not make those things a reality. Now first, let's look at thoughts about ourselves. Let me give you the Bible evidence of this. 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. Merely because you think about negative thoughts about yourself does not make those negative thoughts that you are thinking true. 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. We're going to look at three passages in John. Thoughts about ourselves, thoughts about others, thoughts about circumstances. Do not accept every thought that passes through your mind. 1 John chapter 3, verse 20. Here we go. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Who can say praise God here? If our heart condemns us, what's the heart, the mind? When the devil tells you you are a guilty sinner, tell him that Jesus is a mighty savior and you're a child of God. When the devil tells you you're too weak to overcome some cherished sin, tell him he's right, but Jesus is a mighty conqueror and in his name you'll be victorious. When the devil tells you that your family is falling apart and there's little hope, tell him that Jesus is a mighty healer and that in Christ there is hope. Don't listen to the devil's lies about yourself. Because the Bible says, John 8 verse 44, the devil is a liar and what? The father of lies. Merely because you think something about yourself does not make the thing you think true. You are a child of God. Christ has given you the gift of eternal life. Live in your sonship. Live in your daughtership. Live in the heritage that God has redeemed you in Christ. Now secondly, often the devil plants in our minds thoughts about others. He plants in our minds thoughts about what? Thoughts about others. Merely because you think something about somebody else and that thought passes into your mind does not mean that you, the thing you think about somebody else is true. Our perceptions of others are not always reality. Here's the Bible basis for that. 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. You're looking there at verses 6 through 8. Often the thoughts we think about ourselves are inaccurate. The devil plants them in our minds. 
Often the thoughts we think about others are inaccurate. The devil plants them in our minds. 1 John chapter 4, you're looking here at verses 6 through 8. We are of God. He who knows God hears us. But he who is not of God does not hear us. Now notice verse 7 and 8. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God. For God is love. Now notice, the Bible says that God is of love. So if somebody puts thoughts in your mind about another person that are not loving thoughts, where you don't wish the best for them, where are those thoughts coming from? If the devil puts negative, critical thoughts in your mind about another, where are those thoughts coming from? They're certainly not coming from God. See, the Bible says... Hereby we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. See, there is a spirit of truth and there's a spirit of error. And the spirit of error can be infiltrating our mind. So as thoughts pass into our mind, it's vital that we ask this question. Lord, help me to distinguish between truth and error. We sometimes criticize others unfairly. We don't know all their circumstances. We don't know their motives. Only God, who is aware of all the facts, can judge righteously. The thoughts that we have toward others are not always true. If the thoughts that I have toward others are not loving, kind, compassionate thoughts, I ought to get on my knees and begin seeking God and say, God, what's the origin of that thought? Pastor Mark Findlay on today's Hope Lives 365, encouraging you to always check the source of the thoughts that you think. And as he's pointed out today, just because we think something, it doesn't mean that it's true. Pastor Mark Findlay is back in a moment. Uh, But first, today's presentation about considering uh, which of our thoughts are coming from God uh, points us back to an eye-opening book by Pastor Mark. I highly recommend you get a copy. It's called The Thought Makers, Ruling the World from Their Graves. In this book, he contrasts the philosophies of Darwin, Freud, and Marx to the teaching of Jesus. Ask for your copy of Pastor Mark's book, The Thought Makers, It's yours for a donation of any size. Just go to the website, hopelives365.com, or ask for it when you call 855-888-HOPE. That's toll-free, 855-888-HOPE. Let me invite you to take pen in hand and write a note to Pastor Mark. Let him know how you're responding to today's study. Include a donation when you write us. Send it to Hope Lives 365, Post Office Box 118, Haymarket, Virginia, 20168. And remember, you can invite others to listen to today's message. If they haven't heard it, just send them to the website to look for the title, Guarding Your Thoughts. That web address, hopelives365.com. We know that the one that loves us most holds us in his hands. When life seems out of control, God is still in control. Next, Pastor Mark with a final word on Hope Lives 365. 